A-W-S-M Radio. Damn, that was good! Hello, welcome to AWSM Comedy Radio, pre-recorded live in an alley next to a Popeyes in front of a generator as part of Chicago Fringe Festival 2017! Yeah! Yeah, I'm Logan. I'm Tom. I'm Nick. Ooh. <laughs> Where's Nick? <laughs> he's here. He's here. I assure everyone he's here. All right. We're here with KJ Whitehead and Dainty Lexicon. Hey, y'all. Hello. KJ Whitehead <laughs> is a stand-up. Dainty Lexicon is a burlesque dancer. Uh, do you want to let's start with Dainty. You're doing uh, Vaudzilla tonight, right? Tonight, yeah. At 1030 at stage 773. Um, I am... Uh, a firm believer in the beauty of like classic burlesque and God bless the people who do it. I am not one of them. Uh, I am a nerd lesker, so tonight I am doing a Snoopy themed number. If that nice. appeals to you, that what, does. It's, yeah. So yeah. what 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 defines uh, nerd lesque to you? So you feel nerd like lesque portmanteau between uh, nerd and burlesque. Um, and the magic of nerdlesque is like it's everything you love about nerd culture, which is vast. I have seen Batman numbers. I have seen a number that was a reference to another podcast. Somebody did a Night Vale number. It was Ooh. great. Um, That's a good podcast. I recommend that. Thanks for... Oh, we got somebody on lights out here. Thanks very much for the lights, too. Also, the <laughs> magic of all burlesque is stage names. My favorite boylesque name, shout out. He's a nerdlesker in New York, and his stage name is Dick Move. Dick Move? <laughs> Dick Move. That's good. Wherever you are, well done. <laughs> so would you say that classic burlesque maybe doesn't have quite as much uh, comedy involved or like the, the references maybe not as strong? It's just not like super character and narrative driven the way that nerdlesque is. Nerdlesque, you're almost always guaranteed to be like, I am telling you a story while I get naked. Cool. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and you performed for Fringe too, right? I did. This alley next to a Popeye's is so familiar to me. <laughs> I, I and a, a band of intrepid souls did a show here on Thursday night, and we lost power for three minutes, but we soldiered on. Um, uh, shout out to Kevlar B. Lightning, Miss Pixie G. Gordon Libido, um, all those folks that made it possible. It was a great show, um, and we, like, scrapped it out. I refer to it as the guerrilla warfare of burlesque. Good lord. Ooh. What do you think <laughs> the odds are that we'll have one of those issues? A power outage or, yeah. like, one of us will start stripping? No what? comment either <laughs> way. Zero comments. <laughs> All right. So, KJ, you've yeah. got a show coming up called America's Dead Let's Party, right? Yes. Uh, the last time I was here, which was uh, probably back in... Late January. Yeah, it was around late January, January, early February. You mean the last time you were on the podcast or the last yeah, time you the, were in an alley? The very time. No, what? The last time I was. In on, this alley. On, on the, yeah, the first time I'm in this alley and last time I was in the podcast. podcast. And I had the first episode of America's Dead Let's Party not too long after that. So yeah. right now we're on show number four. Of America's oh, cool. Dead, so I'm I'm excited to have it back. We were on a little hiatus for a while because we had trouble with spaces and trying to schedule comics. But uh, now, like the the show for right now is held at my apartment because I've oh. always <laughs> wanted to have a house show. And now yeah. we have yes. like black and brown comics coming out and other queer people of color at that, and that's something I'm really excited about. 
Cool. Absolutely. Awesome. And you've also got uh, a show at Art and Cultures Club? Yes. And uh, Art and Cultures Club sets their shows up every Thursday with a different theme. And this upcoming theme that I'm performing in uh, at the end of September is Africa. And that's something that they have only opened uh, uh, the submissions up to POC performers. And that's something that I, I'm still excited about. Uh, so Nick is a much more uh, he's a he's a better host than us. Uh, <laughs> and he's he's a nicer host than us. Holy shit! I'm old. Yeah, you're right, Nick. You are kind of old too. But um, since I'm kind of a jerk, I'm going to put you on the spot. What's uh, one fact about Africa that you could share, or is there say have you done any like? Uh, have you learned something specifically for this, or uh, this is the kind of thing that you'd normally prepare? But I'm really putting you on the spot. Like, uh, what's something you could share with the audience today uh, in relation to the show? It could be a personal thing too, I guess. Well, at least for me, it goes back to, and it might be a little dark, and and it goes back to like when it comes to Africa, that sort of like what we have here in America, where we have the issue right now with uh, police brutality and discrimination against people of color, specifically in my case, black. And also from where I, I'm from on the south side of Chicago, there's also that sort of thing too, discrimination amongst other black people for either being too black or not black enough. And that same sort of thing seems to happen, I've heard or at least thought of or read about in Africa where there are certain people who do not uphold certain African traditions and that are considered uh, disappointments to their own race and people. And that... So do you, f do you feel like there's... there's um, it's something about like, confronting the expectations or judgments placed upon, upon you or upon other people that you're connecting with? Or? Uh, that... I, I feel... That's uh, confronting those expectations. That's what I'm about. Because I have certain expectations about myself uh, coming from where I came from, especially what it's meant to be the uh, strong black man. Uh -huh. And for me, as, uh, from what I, where I came from, a strong black man is Christian, heterosexual, six, cisgendered, mm -hmm. and a father with kids and whatnot, a, a dominantly black family. And for me, I don't identify as a man. I'm certainly not straight, so <laughs> well, I, all I, the other I just stuff, thought that there's maybe some question there. to it, but there's one but, you're definitive about, yeah. But, <laughs> but um, my main thing in being out about myself, especially going to my shows and doing my shows in skirts and heels and makeup and whatever I feel like dressing, it's just showing what I've said in my shows that strong black men and strong black women come in more than just one mold. Cool. And that's something yeah. that I, and I hope other POC or QPOC that comes to my shows and perform in my shows can show that when it com comes reflecting on where they come from. So. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Thanks. Amazing. Thanks, uh, Ali. I'm Crab. sorry I couldn't make that funny. But no. No, it's, <laughs> no, it's great. It's really interesting and great, yeah. We always try to get a, a variety of, of perspectives and opinions on the show. Um, and also, uh, Dainty, you also perform uh, probably with skirts and, and heels and makeup, but you have a whole <laughs> different set of expectations.
probably in life to, uh, to deal with. But um, you did perform uh, here at the Fringe Fest uh, did, just recently, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, how was that? Um, huh? So this is my first venture as a producer performer. I booked all the acts. I did all the background work and I performed. And I did not at any point actually throw up or black out from nerves. But I got very close <laughs> a oh couple God. times. Um, Do you think that's... Uh, on stage before, Like I felt like I've gone through waves where at times in my life I'll get super nervous and at other times it's not an issue at all. But at the same time, other people can never tell, it seems like. People are like, oh, you did so great. I'm like, oh, man, I felt like I was, I was like almost dying. Yeah, I've definitely, um, as a newer performer, I've definitely had moments where like, I am tanking in real time. And people are like, couldn't, couldn't tell. You look great. No worries. Like as a burlesque dancer, you felt you were tanking? Yes. What? Um, like I've, I've dabbled in stand-up and I felt like I was tanking sometimes. You could tell from like the audience not laughing. What, what's the burlesque? <laughs> What's I've the burlesque equivalent of not laughing? I don't yeah. know that there is a burlesque equivalent for stand-up because stand-up, the expectations are so brutal. Okay. Um, yeah. Steve Martin calls stand-up the ego's last stand, which <laughs> is fair. Um, burlesque, uh, at least in my experience of it, although it is not without sins and it is not without sinners, um, burlesque is a medium where everybody comes together and like, especially... Um, shows with uh, women producer performers, queer uh, POC producer performers, um, some of whom I have the privilege to know personally. Like there is an expectation of warmth and love and body positivity yeah, right. and respect that like you're less oh, likely man, to get heckled. I does imagine not have. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. I have never once been like your boobs suck. <laughs> no one's ever yelled that at me. Uh, but I feel like that 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 is something that's in common. Not that specifically, but. Um, but there is some commonality, though, with stand-up, I'm sure, that, like, as a solo performer, though, you're by yourself Yeah, you're packing just you and all the shit you brought to the show in your car, yeah. and then you take off all your clothes, and then you're done three minutes later, somehow. Yeah. Maybe that part <laughs> specifically is different, <laughs> but, uh, but the rest of it, yeah. Do you feel like you're, you're by yourself at all, KJ, sometimes on stage, or, I'd like... A lot. Like, mm -hmm. I've been doing stand-up and along with sketch and improvisation since September 2013. Actually, this is my four-year anniversary. Oh, today uh, is? Yeah. Congratulations. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and going through the motions, like, through, through my training, is I've dabbled in sketch and improvisation. I even had the colleagues that I followed through throughout the years, and I've just found myself being separated one, because I haven't found my voice yet. And two, admittingly so, I was the only person of color in a lot of my classes um, around the comedy scene. So eventually, uh, one of my instructors, uh, Jen Ellison, who I'm glad to have by my side still to, to this day, told me to attend the Chaser Open Mic at uh, Comedy Sports back in 2013. And that from there, I just kept doing it. At first, it was just a way of me getting my uh, getting my ideas out there, but now it's what I'm known for, and that's that's awesome. So, and it just sort of organically grew that you just started doing it more and more. And once I knew that I can make people laugh, yeah, I tried to get good at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of had I kind of had to it because I knew it was going to take a while for me to finally catch up and finally find a group of people who are just as strange as I am. 
So, <laughs> and I still haven't found it, but until that happens, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to keep doing stand-up regardless because now I love it. Tom and I are both pretty weird people. We've yeah, encountered so. some weird people. I'm sure they're out there. <laughs> Somewhere there's that group of people. Yeah, I feel like this... Sh- this particular episode might be like the weird kid party. <laughs> I've had everybody. lots of weird people yeah. on, though, right? We yeah. are in an alley. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. we should. <laughs> there's, there's a yeah, transit station directly across from us. For sure, is next right. door. Some orange cones out there. Us. Cars going by. Generator. Uh, yeah, we're well, right near like a bus CTA hub, which there is There are great. brownies from a stranger <laughs> over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where those oh, came from, candy? actually. <laughs> <laughs> brownies just showed up. But uh, I'm sure. Uh, w- can we credit the brownie provider? Yeah, well, let's. Fringe sponsor okay. donors. They don't oh, have wait. a name. It's for them or it's from them. From them. From Good. Them. Because you. I have been eating them. <laughs> I've had three. I also have eaten them. Oh, thanks, fringe sponsor donors. Uh, Nick, you're like the king of segways. Uh, let's see if you can uh, come up with something oh there. My. Some people were playing this little game called cow tipping. What? Thanks, oh, I Nick. think that means it's time for a game. <laughs> that means it's time for a game. <laughs> Not game cow tipping. We're not going to ask you to tip any cows. That's awful. <laughs> All right, here's the game. Let's get, we're going to set up for it. All right, so this is a game called Lights Out, and as you heard from the creepy introduction, it's, uh, it's going right. to get weirder. It's about to get weirder. So um, each of you are blindfolded. Now each of you has a cucumber and a condom on your lap, so go ahead and feel that now. Basically what's going to happen is when I say, not yet, but when I say go, you guys are going to pick up your cucumbers and condoms, and you're going to unwrap the condom and put it on the cucumber to Tom's satisfaction. Uh, once Tom sees that somebody, <laughs> once Tom sees that somebody has uh, fully encased the cucumber uh, in a way that would be uh, satisfactory for safer sex, then Tom will declare a winner at that moment. If anybody rips a condom at uh, any point, they are automatically disqualified, and the other person will win. Lights out. Do you have any questions? Mm. No. <laughs> okay, good. I'm just scared. I'm glad you said no, because the listener is going to think that you're gagged as well. <laughs> but no, just I'm blindfolds. We should make that game a, a thing. <laughs> just I'm not, right now. I'm not, no complaints about that. Okay. <laughs> no complaints. Uh, yeah, and this, this is uh, an educational game, I feel like. If, if you find yourself, uh, live audience, we're in a situation where the lights are out and you need to do this, maybe you can learn some techniques uh, from our guest today uh, about how to do this uh, in a safe and, and quick manner. Okay, so here we go. Uh, I'm going to say it in three, two, one, go. All right, they're both unwrapping. They've got they got to be careful. Dainty's got it out. Dainty's got the condom out. She's finding the correct direction of the condom. And oh, KJ KJ's got, close behind. KJ got theirs behind. It's yeah. neck and neck. We see it coming down here. Oh, KJ wins. KJ wins. Oh, wow. Dainty's still going, though. All right, you may uh, remove. There, Dainty's done. You may remove your... I'm glad that you followed through. It's like in a race where you have to keep running. That's good. And those are yours to keep if you want. I was you can take those home with you. I think the important thing to remember is that I was second place. <laughs> I think that... I, yeah, I you got a silver medal for that. You got to put the he, air out in it. KJ but. even has a reservoir tip. 
Like, yeah, I mean, he's like got that little uh, I mean, extra. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and in some condoms they actually do have like legit instructions. Never like throw them out. Like never definitely. Throw the I mean, just rappers? instructions. No, they have in like some in <laughs> some cases that you get at the pride parade. They have like packets of condoms that they toss out for free. Yes, and then they have some instruction booklets inside for those who might be virgins or oh. who are not familiar with condoms. Right. So, so you're saying never throw away the instructions because they could be useful for people. I right? think so. Yeah. You're not saying never and throw away the condom itself because I feel like after <laughs> you've used it, you should, you should throw, it throw, it throw it out and yeah. not keep a collection of them. It's like they're all around my room. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely use Oh, my goodness, it's beaded too and ripped and... The condom, yeah, we happen to the have condom, condom is beaded, the not condom, the cucumber. Not the cucumber. We're sponsored the, by Lifestyle's Thrill Condoms How much tonight. did these cucumbers cost? I'm only curious. Yes. Also, I want everyone to know that on this wrapper, it refers to this condom as not being bumpy, but being studded. <laughs> studded. Oh, yeah. That is the term. That is the term. These cool. are... <laughs> I'm glad we did this. Oh yeah, together. I'm glad. I'm glad. I we, think we've all. It was a something. whole journey together. We. Oh, do we, we guys still do the yeah, Tom. KJ post? and I are different now. Oh my goodness. Oh, we my almost goodness. forgot. Tom kept looking over at me. See, this is this is Nick. You were the one who was supposed to introduce uh, Tom Post. I, I think you're just being humble. No, you're right. It's, it's my job. <laughs> Where is Nick? He's That's here. Nick. He's right here. I don't know why you can't see him. <laughs> uh, but Nick normally hosts the show, uh. and he would definitely remember the Tom Post. It's his favorite segment. Uh, and I'm okay with it too. Everything's better when Tom posts. Everything's better when Tom posts. <laughs> like compost. So the premise of the Tom post, for those of you who are new, is that I sell things on Craigslist to make money because I like money and I want to get rid of my things. So here's here's a post I'm going to put on Craigslist. Snake oil for sale. Is your pet snake just too dry? <laughs> then buy my snake oil. Not only can it make your psoriasitic serpent silky smooth, but it's good for all snake-related ailments, whether it's snake scabies, snake syphilis, snake pseudopregnancy, snake scarlet fever, snake SARS, snake septic shock, snake sickle cell anemia, snake smallpox, <laughs> snake swine flu, snake swimmer's ear, snake sudden infant death syndrome, what the hell? snake tetraamelia syndrome, snake or snake phantom limb syndrome. My patented snake oil will cure it all. Snake side effects do include snake suicidal thoughts, <laughs> snake psychopathy, and tennis elbow. <laughs> Talk to your vet about Tom's snake oil. Everything's better when Tom posts. Everything's better when Tom posts. Like compost. <laughs> All right. Thanks very much, Tom. Thanks also to KJ and Dainty for being on the show. Tom, what do they have coming up? Uh, they've got... Arts and Cultures Club uh, with KJ Whitehead on September 28th. America's Dead Let's Party on September 26th. And Chicago's a Chicago Reader recommended thing for Second City, a workshop for KJ Whitehead and Godzilla tonight <laughs> for Sainty le or Dainty Lexicon. Tonight. Everyone get in your time warp travels and go back to tonight. Godzilla, where is it? Godzilla? Stage 773. Stage 773, yeah. great. It's off the Belmont Red. And KJ, yours is in your apartment? Uh, yes, uh, America's Dad Let's Party uh, is at my apartment. Uh, go on Facebook for details. The address is up there. Great, thanks. They, uh, everybody give a round of applause to Dainty and KJ. Thanks, y'all.